Today's podcast is sponsored by Capital Blue Cross. For over 80 years, Capital Blue has offered products and services that provide peace of mind and promote good health. For every age and stage of life, Capital Blue Cross is here for you. For more information, go to CapitalBlueCross.com. Carrie, you know, for women, when it comes to having a baby, age is not on our side. So how can we stop that biological clock from ticking? Well, this is Chick to Chick. You know, Carrie, it's so difficult because women these days want to have a career. Um, a lot of us are not getting married until later in life, which that can cause some problems if you want to start a family and you want to have a baby. Because as we mentioned, you know, that clock is going tick, 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 tick. And age, uh, it's, it's not on our side. No, and sometimes that clock gets way too loud, you know? And I think that, you know, for me, I was in a place where I could think about my family and kind of quickly have a family. But I can appreciate that it must be difficult for women who are trying to figure out when they want to plan to have their family. And then when you get there, what if there are issues and what do they do? Yeah, you know, you mentioned something very important, and and I want to be transparent here. You decided to have uh, kids quickly, and I waited a while um, because I was all into my career and working and whatnot. And, you know, to be totally honest, I had some problems. I had issues with infertility. I struggled to have a baby. So I know what this is like, and I know what women are going through. And I think um, it's time for women to feel empowered and to take control of their own fertility issues, which brings us to our guest today. Dr. Kara Wynn is with Shady Grove Fertility. Doctor, thank you so much for being here. Would you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure thing. It's great to be here with you all talking about a topic that's near and dear to my heart. Um, I am a native to central Pennsylvania. I grew up in the Harrisburg area. Uh, I did my training at uh, Penn State and in Boston and in Philadelphia and in Washington, D.C., but ultimately my home and where my heart is is central Pennsylvania. So uh, this is where we decided to call home and where I've been practicing for the last uh, seven years. Well, I know a lot of people must be thrilled to be able to have you here to, to help them. So let's just dive right in. So this whole age thing and, and infertility, why is it so important? This is such a great topic. This is something I talk to my patients on a daily basis with nearly every patient. So we know that no matter who you are, as you get older, it gets harder to get pregnant. And if you do get pregnant, there's an increased risk in things like complications, uh, like miscarriages. So it becomes a little bit harder to get to that end goal of having a baby to complete your family as you get older. And that that age, uh, that clock that you were mentioning, Flora, it is so relative. I have patients who are in their 20s and they see 30 on the horizon and that gives them a lot of anxiety. And then I have some patients who are in their 30s, and they haven't even thought about it yet. Uh, so it is uh, something that is definitely relative. But what we do know is that um, the chances of getting pregnant any given month that you try starts to decline as you get older. 
And this is why it's so, so important for women to uh, know how their age affects their fertility and their family building goals in the future. And because time is so relevant here, how long should a woman wait before she decides to see a fertility specialist if she's having problems having a baby? Yeah, great question. Um, I think the short answer is it depends. Uh, so for somebody who had who's very healthy, who doesn't have any medical issues, has regular menstrual cycles, the general guideline is that after about a year of trying to conceive. Um, but if you already have medical issues that uh, will make it a little bit more challenging, like irregular cycles or a history of endometriosis or uh, other medical conditions that might impact fertility. You might want to see a fertility specialist sooner. So there's no magical time that you have to wait until you get to see one. These days, patients self-refer themselves to see a fertility specialist like myself, um, and they don't need a, a referral from their primary care or their OBGYN. And these are women who really want to just um, get proactive and empower themselves on what their options are. Now, do men share this same click, click, tick of the clock or, you know, are they the lucky ones and the onus is really on us women? It's always <laughs> us, isn't it? Aren't we all dealing with everything? <laughs> well, I hate to say that, you know, age defines who you are because it's just one small piece of the many things that we consider when we try to help a patient get pregnant. But you're right in that um, age does affect women a lot more than for men. So um, I, I have I have men who have that biological clock as well, um, and they bring in their, their wives to come in to get an evaluation. So sometimes they're hearing that clock a lot uh, more than the women are, but uh, but it is true for guys. Their um, their biology is such that they make sperm every day, and it's not so much affected by their age. Whereas for women, um, historically speaking, we believe that. Uh, women are born with the eggs that they're going to have for their lifetime. So as each month goes by, each cycle goes by, that overall number diminishes over time. So when you go in for that fertility evaluation, and I was a hot mess, let me tell you, I was just a mess. What are you looking for? And what can that evaluation tell a woman? Yeah. So, so first of all, uh, I whenever I have a, a new patient who's coming in, I would say nine out of ten patients come in, and the first thing that they tell me is, "I'm really nervous about this consult." And so, you know, patients, it, it's very easy to feel nervous about this because you don't know what to expect. You don't know if the goal that you have in mind for your family is attainable because so far it hasn't been. Um, but what I always tell patients is, look, we're only going to have a conversation. We're just going to learn a little bit about you and what you want to do. And then we are going to streamline the evaluation to meet your needs. And the evaluation that we do starts out with some simple things that we want to know about every couple things like, um, the sperm quality, um, testing for ovarian reserve, something to look at the anatomy of the uterus and the tubes. But sometimes we need to do additional testing based on their history to dive a little bit deeper. But I always say, you know, if they come in anxious and stressed and they weren't able to sleep the night before because they knew they had this consult with me, um, I say, look, you're, you're like every other patient I have. This is very normal. We expect that you're coming in anxious and stressed. We expect that um, this has been already a difficult journey before you get to us. So we have that in mind and, and it's really important for patients to feel as normal as possible. So Flora, you're just like every other patient I see. <laughs> 
<laughs> so there are other options out there like um, egg freezing, donor eggs. You know, when, when does that apply to your journey? Great question. I, uh, I have uh, many inquiries about this. I have a number of, of friends and uh, cousins who are in uh, an age group where they start wondering about this. Um, so um, like you said, Flora, a lot of women are, are focused on their careers or other goals before uh, building their families. And so they start to wonder about this usually in their mid thirties is what I would say on average, most people think about it. But I have a lot of patients who are coming in more and more more um, younger and also older, uh, like in their late 30s, early 40s, considering uh, egg freezing uh, because of whatever their career circumstances are. Um, there's no perfect or right age to do it. I think if you're starting to think about it, use that to your advantage. See a fertility specialist, get some uh, initial testing done so that you know something about your own fertility to base some of those decisions on. Nowadays, egg freezing is um, no longer considered experimental. It is uh, very popular in uh, our young career-minded patients. And it's something that can uh, be very quickly and easily done. I think a lot of people are surprised about how easy it is. So the bottom line here is women, we can take control of our fertility. There are solutions. You can help people. And here's the final question. And I don't know if this is accurate or not, or just how I was feeling. I always felt like when I was struggling with my own infertility, that I was so stressed out. And if only I could lower my stress level, I would get (laughs) pregnant. Is that true? Does stress have a factor? It is stress a factor? Yeah, this is another question I feel almost daily. So these two things, infertility and stress, go hand in hand. Uh, I rarely ever have a patient who doesn't have both of these at the same time. Um, What I try to reassure patients based on science is that uh, stress, how you feel, is not going to impact ultimately what is going to happen. And so I try to help patients focus on their well-being, their personal well-being, but I do advocate and support decisions where they want to see a therapist or they want to uh, meet with an acupuncturist. Uh, They get a lot of release from stress with these complementative therapies. Uh, Some patients, their stress are born out of their their diet and their maybe lack of exercise or maybe not attaining certain uh, health or weight goals. And so it's important to identify kind of where their stress is coming from. And we do have a lot of resources for patients. The great thing is that back in the day, infertility was almost unheard of in terms of something that women talk about with each other. It was a source of shame for a lot of women. But nowadays, people feel so empowered to talk about it. You go online and there are dozens of chat groups and uh, social forums out there. People are really crowdsourcing information from their friends and their peers who've gone through the journey, who are on the other side to give them encouragement. Because um, as a provider, I can only do so much. Sometimes it just means a little bit more just to hear from somebody else who's been down the journey that they are successful. 
Yeah, that's a big thing. Having that support and knowing that you're not in this journey alone and that other people have gone through it, I think that's also helpful too. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us. Thank um, you. Great information. And I just love your message. Let's just take control, ladies, and empower yourself. And there are options and you can help women have a baby. Thank you so much. Thanks, doctor. Flora, I think it's great that you were able to share your story very candidly. And I know way back then, because your son is now in his early 20s, I'm sure that it was a whole different ball game. And so I think looking now to see how much easier it is that women really should look into this and embrace it. It's, it's almost like it's just not as big of a deal as it once was. You know, and she brought something up, you know, I did feel shame. I did feel like, mm. what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? But mm. it is a beautiful thing now that we are more open, more transparent, and people are talking about it. And that is the biggest thing. Talk about it, get information. Ladies, you can get help and you can take control of your own fertility. That's Thank right. Thank you so much for watching. And we will be back next week to chirp about another topic.